Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Damn, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adulters. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. Adult, <laughs> yeah, we're trying. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Um, I love that we're recording from our office and the darn hatch just... Oh my gosh, let's uh-huh. just get into it. It's turned on now. Oh my God, on five I'm so ago. annoyed. <laughs> we're okay, trying so we've... to record... <laughs> For, oh, okay. So we've had a hell of a morning. Yeah, a hell sure of a night. Have. Um, but before we started, I just want to say, yeah, I walked in and I gave you nux. I gave you props because yeah, we're working on no sleep. Yeah, last night was absolutely brutal. Yeah, because the guy's dealing with a rash and he can't sleep. And when he's screaming right now, he's screaming like I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. So no sleep. Woke up early, and before ten o'clock. He's already been fed. He's played. He went down for a nap. You got ready to do some work that you needed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog's been fed. They've been outside. I, I tidied up the house a little bit. I then tidied I've up I've had myself. two coffees. Wow. It's You've had one? Yeah, almost. Okay. I've had like two sips. That's the other thing is if you're a mom out there and you're breastfeeding, um, the way that I do my whole coffee thing, because I, I gets into my head like... I don't want to give him too much caffeine and I don't know if it changes the taste of my milk. <laughs> so I make one coffee a day and I basically just sip on it throughout the day and I put it, it in a thermos. And that's all you've been care. going off of? Yeah, one. I'm lucky if I if I have a second, I barely get through it. Yikes. But I try to like spread out my one coffee throughout, I don't even know, like <laughs> through four hours. I've so that way it's not super concentrated. Four to six a day right now. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> So anyways, what I was saying about the hatch was I go in there because Gio just woke up from his nap and usually he sleeps longer and we're able to record our podcast. But unfortunately, I go in there and the hatch, which is his sound machine, had turned off, which is so obnoxious Mm. because usually if his sound machine turns off, it wakes him up. So it made perfect sense that he didn't sleep that long. So I had to go in there and get him. 
And then by that point he was wide awake and I couldn't put him back down. And then I come to sit down in the office with him in my arms, which he's currently in my arms and we go to record and the hatch turns on and all of a sudden the sound machine's back on. Like what the irony in that? I just can't even handle it. What are you looking at on your phone? I was looking at your post. Oh, that's so nice. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Did you comment on it? Not yet. (laughs) So, um, hello, happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day and your Monday was not your typical Monday. Um, and if it wasn't that good, well, today's an opportunity to make it better. Yeah. So change your mindset and get to it. Yeah. So we have a great, by the way, our guest today is like one that can speak on mindset to the 10th degree. Yeah. He's a legend. He's a legend. Mm -hmm. In fact, we met him from, um, the gym that we go to training mate and he, and all the other instructors call all of their attendees legends, which was one of my hooks. Cause I thought, you know what, if I'm going to go to class, I, yes, I want to feel like a legend. Yeah. Well, and, that's an Aussie term and it's an Aussie, it's yeah. like an Aussie hit class. I love Australians. Me Sorry. too. I love them. Yeah. They're pretty <laughs> dope. They're good people. They just have good demeanors. You know, I feel like they, they treat each other with kindness, but at the same time, like they know how to enjoy life. And they're light hearted, yes. but also brilliant. Yes, and funny. Yeah, I'm generalizing, but if you're an Australian, but, but not, I love you. But not really. Like, I've been around enough now. Like, yeah. there's something like 60,000 Aussies in LA. So, there's yeah. plenty of people here for us to go off of. And I've been three times now. Uh, I know. We spent a week there, you. like, what, a year or two ago? Mm-hmm. I've worked with Aussies. I worked with Aussies for, for four years and, and ran across, you know, enough of their friends. And I just feel like they're just dope people. Yeah. Like they're like us, but they're not as stressed out, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I feel like they just know how to enjoy life a little bit better. And they, but they still get their stuff done. I mean, I this guy Luke, so like we successful. say, he's a legend. He's mm-hmm. he's killing it. Um, but he still has like I, I don't know. There's just something about his demeanor. You just mm-hmm. you, you feel comfortable and warm around him, and you feel like friends. Like instantly, yeah. we felt like we were friends with him. And actually, if anyone out there watches um, Guilty Pleasure. Uh, watches Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian. He's one of the trainers on that show. So, yeah, um, yeah so really that, that's great how guy. much of a really, legend he is. Yeah, he's a legend. Anyways, um, what has been your adulting win and adulting fail this Ooh. past week? Okay, I'll just say the fail first because that that one sticks out because it's just like we're just living through it right now. It's 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 kind of like generalized, but. Gio has this rash, could be eczema, could be like some sort of viral rash, whatever. He's been dealing with it for like over two weeks now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's when we noticed it and it's like almost progressively gotten worse. And it just makes him really uncomfortable and, and borderline miserable sometimes. And therefore that makes us uncomfortable because he's fussy. He can't sleep. He wants to itch his face all the time. Like he's, he's literally got bumps all over. And as a parent, it you know it feels like a worse nightmare. I'm sure this happens to many many kids, but when it's your own, you're just like holy moly! Like what can we do to make this kid more comfortable? Because our life is less comfortable when he's like this. So this yeah, is and it the fail on your heart. I mean, I'm like yeah. heartbroken watching him like itch himself and like squirm. And it oh just my gosh, yeah. We, we watch him try to go to sleep at night on the monitor, and when he wakes up throughout the night, and he's just like he turns his head back and forth a hundred times and oh. he's rubbing his face with his hands. It's yeah, it's brutal. 
It's brutal. So that's the fail because we still can't figure out exactly what's causing it. So if you've got any suggestions, please DM us or go to the adulting Instagram and DM that one. Yeah. Um, we, we would love some help. And you guys have suggested um, a lot of things that have really sort of helped alleviate some of the um, pain, I think. I'm starting with getting rid of like the detergent that we're using right now and swapping it out for a fragrance-free, dye-free, synthetic fillers free all the things it's basically going to be water yep. <laughs> um, but whatever we're going to try that and I made Andrew never wear cologne ever again I don't wear perfume and I don't wear which deodorant. sucks because if I don't I'm like naturally the smelly guy I don't care I don't want to be the smelly guy I in don't school. care and honestly, I'm almost at the point where before anyone comes over, I'm going to say, excuse me, do you mind like not <laughs> wearing hose any down? sense? <laughs> because apparently that's one of the number one causes. It's just like it's environmentally, um, like it's an environmental irritant. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's going to be the detergent, the, the so. fabrics or the dyes. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the scents. But like I've been wearing the same cologne for couple months now and it didn't do anything to him for the first month yeah well i mean things change that's the thing is like babies change and they go through all these different stages and that four month mark is like so evitable 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 word let's google <laughs> is that a word let's google that one this girl always makes up words it's you, know, you want to know why because i'm like a rapper no, I you, just no, flow. You're not. no and so i just, just need, need these dictionary. filler words <laughs> you said i just need a dictionary oh snap Okay. So uh, I'm Googling it no. just the way you made it sound. <laughs> Evitable. E-V-I-T-A-B-L-E. Okay. Evitable. Oh my God. Is it a word? Tell me. Evitable. Come on. It is. It is a word. What does it word. mean? It's an adjective. It means able to be avoided or prevented. Oh, Avoidable. It was used in Dang. the right context. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Dude, Ooh. I swear. I'm like, I'm gifted. Right. <laughs> More adulting like a mother father when we come back. From the creator of Riverdale comes a sparkling adventure in the Big Apple full of fashion, drama, and dreams colliding with real life. Thursday, February 6th at 8, 7 central, it's the new CW series, Katie Keene. It's all about this singer-songwriter Josie and Jorge with his eye on Broadway, it girl Pepper and fashionista legend to be Katie in New York, a city of 8 million people. They're four of a kind. It's all about friendship and, and surviving in this big city. They're friends who would just give everything for their dreams and do anything for each other. These four are determined dreamers. They take on the runway and the recording studio and Broadway and basically the whole New York City social scene where they will find more than just their careers in the big city. They'll find forever friendships. And who doesn't love a show about friendships? High Style has a new name, Katie Keene. The fashionable new series premieres February 6th on The CW or streams for free the next day only on The CW app. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Um, so anyways... I don't even oh, know what you're talking about. Uh, back to the adulting win. Oh, yeah. Go back. to Yeah. Let's get a win in there. What is it? Um, well, with this going on, it feels like you're not winning at all. But <laughs> if I can think of anything, um, it would be, it would be this. You left the other day for, you left two days for like four hours a piece, yeah. something like that. And I had them, which... Sounds like, duh, like you're the dad. You should be able to do that. But let me tell you something. When you don't have the milk supply, <laughs> it's not that easy. 
you know, I mean, I've, I've we, we have bottles or whatever, but if it's, if you don't prepare and yeah. you don't defrost, like we have all this milk saved up. And if you don't defrost that prior to like him getting active and fussy and whatever, you're in a load of trouble. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. So, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm never there for those moments. That's what happened the other day. Awful. He was going nuts on me. I had to I had to pull the milk out. You're doing everything with like no hands, mm-hmm. one hand maybe. But we made it through we made it through two days at like four hours or more apiece. Yeah. Um and we still have a kid that's, you know, breathing and <laughs> smiling. So I cannot honestly it's so crazy to see how smiley he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what he's feeling and maybe his skin doesn't hurt him as much as it looks it like it would. Mm. I mean, there's moments where he's like going at himself, but then sometimes he's just completely fine and giggly and happy and it just like melts my heart. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, I think it's like nighttime and when he's getting yeah. tired and you have other things to not focus on. You know, like everything else around you slows down, then that's all you can, that, that's all you're thinking about. And that's yeah, all you feel. No, it's like, it's just like anyone else. Like if you have a cold or something, it's like throughout the day you might be, it might be manageable, but then as soon as you lay down at night, it yeah. just really kicks in. Yeah. So he's in my lap right now and he's being a little joy for now. He's basically the same size as you. Dude, I don't get it. <laughs> don't pull the mic, bud. Um, I'd say my adulting fail is definitely the rash. Um, my adulting win is that those two days, like you said, I was gone and how good did that feel? Full on panic attack. You did? No, I did not. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't easy. I certainly feel like I want to talk about him every second I'm away and I feel like I want to be home every second I'm away, but I knew that I had to work. So this week it was a big, like beauty expo and we also celebrated our one year um of kinder beauty so thank you Congrats. so which is crazy because i was thinking back i'm like how the heck did all of this all happen at the same time like kinder beauty basically was born when i became pregnant yeah pretty and much and then i throughout my whole pregnancy helped grow it and then you know yeah you guys have just been pumping away for yeah. 12 months i mean you got some great partners which helps i know i really we felt uh, really lucky but like i think i've said this before i mean the the business prop proposition mm-hmm. um is just it's just a no-brainer like it's just a dope brand obviously i'm don't need a bunch of beauty supplies mm-hmm. uh, but you use them <laughs> <laughs> but i use the mist for sure but no you get like the subscribers get really dope stuff from from what I've you know come to understand, and it's cheap. It's like twenty five bucks a month at yeah. the most, and you get so much more in value. But yeah. anyways, we're moving on. So congratulations Thank for you. that. I think that you know the business is booming. Uh, it's growing every day, which is really yeah. cool to see. You've been working your ass off, which is really cool to see. Thank you. Um, We've yeah. had a lot of questions come in around vegan stuff actually lately. Um, like what? Well, I don't have them in front of me, but a lot of people want to know how long we've been vegan, you know, how to become vegan, you know, like what does that look like? Oh, you and I? Yeah. Oh. So just answer that first part. Yeah. So she's been working on me for, since the beginning really, because I was, I was the furthest, furthest thing from vegan. Um, I fought it for a long time. I, I still fight it a little bit because you just feel like, again, like when you eating is like something that's ingrained in you when you do it one way for years, right? You're just conditioned mm-hmm. to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I've, I've over time made a lot of adjustment. I feel like I, you know, became what I call like a conscious eater where I just, I just thought a lot about more about what I was eating or where it was coming from, blah, blah, blah. 
And, and then, you know, I've seen enough stuff through documentaries and going to the galas and, and whatnot. Uh, and it's just changed the way that I think. And then that movie game changers came out and we went and saw the premiere of that. And I don't know, I think, you know, me being an athlete for a long time, it just resonated with me because it's what it was pretty much about. It's about athletes pushing the limits and all of them doing it on a plant-based diet, um, and all the benefits that they were seeing from that. And so that, that resonated pretty well. And after that is when I pretty much started doing it, um, like full go hundred percent. It's crazy. I mean, this is, uh, and don't take any offense to this, but I'm going to just throw it out there. Um, I've always just had a tricky time understanding this, so I'm going to just ask you, you love animals, Yep. but you ate them. Yeah. Because I think I haven't thought about this too much, but a you like the the media and the companies producing they they keep some of that stuff away from you. You you don't see it, you don't hear about it. And what I'm talking about is you, is you don't see the practices behind how we get the stuff that comes on our plate. <laughs> I don't know if anyone just heard that, but you just. Had a little toot, my <laughs> little whatever. I don't want to say fart. Why on the podcast? Okay, well you just said it. Okay, well that's what he did. All right, moving on. So, anyways, yes, they try to protect you. From yeah, the we truth. don't we don't see what's going on behind the scenes, right? So that's number one. Two, I think even if you're an animal lover, you can you sort of disassociate the animals that you love, the animals that are you know your pets, uh, and and you're around all the time from the ones that you eat. And I know that sounds weird, but I bet a lot of people can relate to that and they just don't really put those two together. They also don't put together the environmental effects, which I think is pretty crucial at this point in our time because I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on with climate change. Yeah. But for a long time, like you didn't, you didn't see any of that stuff unless you went looking for it. You know what I mean? Sure. I think it's coming to light now because people are realizing that we're destroying our planet and and we got to do better. Um, so there, does that answer the question? Yeah, I mean, that answer's enough. I mean, we'll, we'll get, I think we should do an entire episode on answering questions. Yeah, if that's what we and want. And I don't know if you guys are into this, but I want to do like a call-in system where someone can call in or we can choose a few people to call in and just like talk about adulting. You know, we all can relate in some degree and I just feel like we could have conversations for, I mean, ever about just little things that we're dealing with and trying to get through it together. We're just, you know, we're just regular adults here, right? I think so. Um, let's take a quick break and let's come back with Luke because Luke can definitely shed a lot of light on just all things related to balancing life and fitness. If you're interested in maybe elevating your wellness routine. Um, and I think that is all encompassing. It's like, he talks about the balance between like social life and family life and ambitions. And then, you know, he even talks about the things that are going on in Australia right now, which I think is like really, um, touchy. So Specifically, talking yeah. about the bushfires. Yes, yeah. So let's get into it after this quick break with Luke Milton. Okay, babe. Yes. Let's talk about bioclarity. Oh, you love this one. I do. I <laughs> so do. do I, though. Okay. I have experience now, so I can I can talk about. I this told you with ease. Yes. They are a, a clean and green skincare brand, cruelty and they free. Have products that just 
work. I know. I'm a big fan. I have been for a long time. I was telling Andrew for so long, you have to get on BioClarity because it's going to clear your skin up. Yeah, you've been pushing me for some time. I know. And now you're a fan and you can't live without your Restore just like me. <laughs> it comes in this really cool little green bottle. Yep. And uh, I feel like when my face has just felt like it's been beat up a little bit, yep. I, I use that and I'm just brought back to life. Uh-huh. And they have all kinds of routines, right, Gio? That's right. They've got the clear skin routine, which is the one I think you use. Yep. And then I personally love like the essentials routine. That one comes with just stuff for like normal to, I guess, normal to dry skin. That's what I kind of have. Um, anyways, big, big, big fan. You guys, it's 100% vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic, paraben-free, sulfate-free, artificial fragrance-free, and 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. This is the stuff I use throughout my pregnancy, too. So it's safe for mommies and um, postpartum mommies. Yep. Uh, get healthier, more radiant skin. Just go to bioclarity.com. Uh, even better products, you know, seriously, they're actually affordable. So go check them out right now. For our listeners, you can save 15% off everything on their website, which is an incredible deal. But you need to enter our code ADULTING at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 15% off everything on their website. Just use our code ADULTING at checkout. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, we're back. We've got Luke here. He is just a bundle of energy, and you guys are really in for a treat. He was a former rugby player, came to L.A., started this amazing phenomenon, which is Training Mate. He's got three different facilities open now. If you're ever in town, come check them out. Um, or check him out on Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian. Let's bring him in, guys. Luke Milton, everyone. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for coming on our show, Luke. Thank you for having me, guys. What a pleasure. This is actually quite the treat because we're used to seeing you in your most... Uh, ex- I don't even know how you even define Luke and his element. Uh, it's yeah, like, I want to... Like it's like your flam. Short shorts, short shorts, speedos. What is called speedos? Yeah, Yeah, they're underwear. I'm actually wearing them. So it's it's not fraudulent, guys. It's not just in class. I wear them all the time. Oh man. Anyway, so we're big fans of you. We freaking fell in love with Training Mate. Um, I felt like I was even late to the party. I felt like it was going around town. I was hearing about it all the time, and then I was on Baby Daddy that show, and my castmates were like going to Training Mate before they came to work. Yeah. And I was like, I think I need to try this out. And now Andrew and I are both hooked. Yeah, obsessed, man. Yeah, Great. Well, you created something We're hooked awesome. back on you guys, too, because that's what it's all about, the community. So thank you very much for those kind words. I think what sets it apart, though, because I'm a huge class fitness person, have yep. been for years, um, is that, and I, I remember, I think it was you that said this, but, like, you guys are very, uh, well, you're free in yeah. so many ways, but, like, you're not very corporate, yeah. which is really exciting for the people there because they feel like you're hanging out with your friends and it's, like, entertaining but also really fun. Yeah, 100%. That, that's the best part, for sure. And that's really deliberate, guys. It's, I mean, it was one of those things, obviously, my uh, history or my past is in professional sports. And one thing that I loved about that and I continue to love and continue to miss is just the camaraderie of the guys. It was never about the game itself. I think that was a, a modality of what we did. Mm-hmm. But it was never about the actual game or the, yeah. even the love of the game. It was a love for the guys and going into things and you know having a team and a family, for lack of a better phrase, and just really being there for, through good, bad, and otherwise. And I think there I really learned that you could achieve some amazing things. I was a part of the team that won the equivalent of the Super Bowl back in Australia, which was so amazing. I was like 19 years old. I was a kid. 
but to have that sort of thrust upon you and then sort of learn, oh, okay, you can actually have fun and still achieve some very, very serious things. So that's why I love training, mate, so much. Like, I'm a huge fan of it and lucky yeah. enough I'm the owner of it. But it's like, yeah. I am a fan and a client as well. And I yeah. love going there. I was there early this morning. Um, I went there yesterday and just participated because there is a real sense of camaraderie there and a sense of team and a sense yeah. of genuine community. And I think that a lot of those phrases kind of get thrown around just as a, as a buzzword. Yeah. But we've really owned that and really, and that's something I'm really proud of with training, mate. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I want to go back a step because you t- talk about camaraderie, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I played sports for a long time too. So I understand that feeling of that's a big part of what you get from playing sports, right? Yeah. Especially competitive sports. Do you feel like you've achieved the same thing or something very close to as you had when you were playing rugby? Great question, Andrew. Um, <laughs> man, I, know, I know it's different. It's different. I would like to think that we've actually superseded. I think that some of my maybe failings in rugby uh, or mistakes, should we call them, were a real great learning curve to moving forward in business. And I think that some of the mistakes that I may have made through impatience or through desperation to play or whatever else, I've learned to sort of take a beat, take a breath, the world's not collapsing and in, in... instill that in training mate and the culture at training mate um, all the way down to like something happens like mistakes happen every day but just learning how to teach other people not to panic about it it's Mm. not a catastrophe yet (laughs) (laughs) you know nothing's closed down just yet so it's just a matter of just sort of working with it and, and going through that and I think that professional sports taught me how to do that so I believe that I'm very proud of my achievements in sports, but I'm prouder of the community that we've built with Training Mate. Yeah. That's so cool. So a lot of our listeners, you know, they're the whole gamut, right, age-wise, but everyone's sort of trying to figure out where their place is, and that's just a big piece of adulting. So for you, you came from, you know, professional sports. What was it that made you pivot into owning your own business, which is a feat in itself, especially if you've never done that? You're working with a team, essentially, in sports, and then you have to like run a team um and then also like what made you want to come to the states to do it yeah yeah well we'll work backwards love love (laughs) (laughs) so it got me uh, boring story but i'm gonna tell it anyway yeah Uh, effectively look i was i was playing for australia at a time in rugby i was very very fortunate to do my childhood dream i dreamed about that since i was about seven years of age so got to live a dream which is so rare and i'm so grateful for that um Fast forward about 20 years, I met Kerry, my wife. Uh, We met in a bar in Sydney, which a good friend of mine owned, and still to this day owns it, and he tells me every day he's the reason for my (laughs) romantic success in life. And basically, look, Kerry went to Georgetown University, a very good university over here. My background was not so much in academics, it was more in sports, and I was just captivated by this girl. Not only was she beautiful, but she was so insanely intelligent and so could not care less about the sport that I played or who I thought I was. <laughs> so sort of brought me back down to earth on that. And we dated for six months. I met her the second day of her trip. She was on a study abroad. And we dated for six months. I was still under contract for a year. She still had a year left of college. So we didn't see each other for a year. Long story short, I was playing in Twickenham in, in England. We played against England. We won. It was amazing. It was a real highlight, career highlight. I went down and played an exhibition game in the Grand Caymans, went back through New York because my best mate who owned this bar at the time was in New York. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I've never been in New York. Let's do it. Supposed to go for two days. Kerry was there looking for an apartment. Mm. We met up. I stayed for two weeks. I went home. I retired and I moved to New York. Oh, my God. So 
knock on wood, yeah. <laughs> it worked out well. Fast wow. forward 15 years and we've got a cat, a kid and a mortgage. So it's great. And a dog. Did you just and a little a puppy. Yeah, he's so dog. cute. Um, not as cute as my daughter, but he, he's, he's just, it's, it's a family. And look, yeah. again, maybe it was a romantic risk. I, I retired at 26 so or 27, something like that. So it was, um, you know, it was, it was a bit of a risk. Everyone thought that I was mentally unstable and that I, you know, had all these things. But uh, it was one of those things that I was very committed to doing. I always wanted that second chapter in life and third and fourth yeah. and fifth. And I think that our life is a book and training mates one of those chapters and, and that's where we're at now. But that was the story which led me to America. It was love. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's really cute. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I want to go back one step, though. Who made the first move? Good question. I'm going to say, look, the truth is it was me, but I'm going to say for reputation-wise it was her. <laughs> but uh, effectively, she gave, she wrote her number down and gave it to me the first night we met, and we mm-hmm. still have that piece of paper, oh, and we framed it in that. Can you believe that? I love like it. months later, I was cleaning out my apartment in Australia, and I found it. And I, for some reason, talk How about convenient. like, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but talk about something bigger than ourselves. I just had this feeling that it was gonna, I don't know, work out, or there was something bigger there than yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kept this piece of paper, and, and I, if you know me, I throw everything out. So yeah. it's, I kept this piece of paper. Years later. When we moved to America, we had it, and we're like, we have to frame this. This is insane. So anyway, she wrote her number down, but don't worry. She would have got mine if she didn't. <laughs> so where does that paper reside now? Is it's it in our the house somewhere? In our house, yeah. It's framed, cool? it's framed in, our, in our book cabinet at home. It's really it. quite cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I freaking love a love story. I'm so <laughs> in love with love, and I didn't know what it was for the longest time. So for, you know, I watched The Bachelor, okay? This oh, is such a you. side yeah. story, but yeah, like yeah. I'm obsessed. We watched that show. But for so many years before I was in a relationship, I was the one that would balk at the show. Like, this is so annoying. Like, what is this? There's no romantic connections. I don't care. And now I watch things, and I hear other people's love stories, and my heart just, like, wants to burst out of its yeah. body. It's so cool because yep. it's a it's it's hard to meet someone that you vibe with 100 yep. percent, and that you're willing to like like for instance you like willing to sort of like the chips are on the table like i'm ready to like go for something totally new yeah and again it, i think it goes back to like just make a call follow your heart and just yeah. go for it you know yeah. it, it's look short of a few exceptions nothing's going to be too bad or too crazy nope. you can recover exactly life is again it's supposed to be made up of experiences so I encourage people to get as many in there as possible good bad and otherwise yeah 100% I, th- I think it's important to remember you're always going to be okay uh, exactly right. right exactly right and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best sayings ever invented and uh, yeah. I think that you know I think it, it took me moving to America to learn that but yeah I, that's that's such a great saying more adulting like a mother father when we come back hello females listen to this okay you're gonna probably flip your little a little bit but did you know that the fda doesn't require brands feminine hygiene brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products so most of them just don't uh the difference is Lola, this company I'm seriously in love with, offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. So major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including like rayon and polyester, and their feminine hair care products may also be treated with harsh chemicals, including cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Lola's products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. So clearly, I 
I would imagine that is the choice um, for us females out there because think about it. We do not want to be putting this stuff in our bodies, okay? And one of my favorite things about Lola's is that it's a subscription, which I don't know about you guys, and if you're a mom or not, life is crazy in itself. I don't want to be going to the store to pick up some tampons. So this is an easy subscription. You can pause it at any time. I know, obviously, if you're pregnant or nursing, um, you may want to put that on pause for a little bit. But just to know that you have Lola um, on your side, that's, like, my thing. I can't wait to be back in the game with my period, if I'm being completely transparent myself, because now I know that I can, like, you know, have some safe products. So check out Lola. I'll give you their website. We have a 30% off code for you. For your first month's subscription, you get 30% off. Just visit mylola.com and then enter motherfather when you subscribe. So it's 30% off. You just go to mylola.com and enter motherfather, and then you get to get 30% off your first month. So check it out, guys and girls. Mostly girls. And now back to adulting like a mother father. I can understand you wanting to take that risk though. Cause that's kind of where I was with her when we met, Yep. we ended up speaking, um, just like through Facebook and text for like three months. And I just knew that it was something different for yeah. me. So I, not that I switched up my whole life plan, but I definitely pivoted. Like I, yep. I came to LA with no job, whatever, and just figured it all out. But she was a big reason that I did that. So it's crazy. I can totally understand. And prior to that, we, we had never met. We only spoke for like three months via social media or text or whatever. He was studying abroad in Australia. Oh, I didn't know that. Ironically. And yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we were we were speaking while he was away for school. And then he's like, when I come back, I'm going to come to L.A. Yeah. And that's when we met. Oh, so cool. it's kind of like, look at that. And, you yeah. know. Good old Australia. It's a common denominator here. Yeah, and it has a very special place in our heart. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've had a really hard time these last few weeks. Yeah, it's been tough. Yeah. Um, and I know how m- bad it must be for you. I mean, you're, you have family, you have friends. That's your country. Yeah. That's what, what, what are you? I know you're sort of like utilizing training mate to raise, yeah. raise money and, and stuff like that. But for people listening, what is what is something that they can do to, to help what's going on? Look, jump on. There's a million different avenues in which you can help. And again, I'm the last person to ever ask for donations or anything like that, but the country really needs it right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think that it, it is a natural disaster over mm-hmm. there, you know, and it's something that we still don't know the level of the devastation to our wildlife and it breaks your heart because a lot of the things in Australia are specific to Australia and they actually can't work anywhere else so we really need that natural environment to stay healthy and to stay a part of the world now I'm not going to be the person that preaches because I truly don't know enough about the things that I need to know about and the intricacies of all of the different things that make up our environmental health and all the rest of it and it's something that this has really kicked me in the butt to go and learn more Mm -hmm. about because Regardless of what we call it, this is a huge disaster and so many things, people, animals, uh, just evolution is going to be affected by what's happening in Australia right now. It's a huge, it's the biggest fire in history of Australia. It's the most devastating natural disaster in the history of Australia. We don't know how far the level of destruction goes as far as what the animals are, but if anyone can just jump online, whether it be the Red Cross Australia, the firefighters of Australia, there are so many great charities out there. Please donate and please help and even if you can't afford a monetary donation, mm-hmm. donate some time into learning a bit more about our world and how that we can make it a better place mm-hmm. and that how we can sort of avoid these sort of things from happening in the future. Um, because I really believe that, you know, look, knowledge is power with all of this type of thing. And if it takes a natural disaster 
for people to pay attention and start to learn more about it, then I think that it's it's not all in vain. You know, we need mm-hmm. to start paying attention because the, I heard the other day, and again, I don't want to start rumours and that, but maybe up to 30% of the koala population has yeah, been taken that. out. And yeah. I mean, these little guys, man, you, you see them, and I know it's a cute little sort of animal, but they're so helpless. They sleep mm-hmm. 23 hours a day. They eat eucalyptus leaves only. Like, they just stay in these trees, and they sit there, they can't do anything else. We can't give them synthetic leaves. We can't, you know, it's, mm-hmm. we need to look after our environment. We need to look after our earth because that's what provides them with the sustenance to survive. Mm-hmm. And then there are so many knock-on effects and we know, we know what's happening over there. So I just really urge people to, even if you can't donate monetarily, absolutely great if you can. All the reason they need the firefighters over there need the resources. But even if you can't, please just take a minute to learn a little bit more about our planet and our Earth and how we can, you know, make it a better place. Has it has it changed you? Because I'm a firm believer of, you know, that last piece, right? Because we could all, if we can afford to donate, yeah. we will, right? Yeah. The right people will step up and, and do something. But in terms of longevity and avoiding something like this in the future and really protecting what we have right now... Um, is there something that sort of has triggered you to like make a change in your life, um, environmentally speaking? Look, environmentally speaking, but I think my daughter's the crutch of all oh, of this yeah, stuff. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's like mm-hmm. you know, regardless, and I'm probably not supposed to speak about it, but it's, mm-hmm. it is what it is, right? The, the way the world is right now, whether it be natural disasters, people disasters, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want my daughter being in a place that's unsafe, mm-hmm. whether that be bushfires, earthquakes wars yeah it's it's bigger than me now and it's bigger than us and it's bigger than like we've got a real responsibility to deliver a safe world for our children Mm -hmm. simple as that and regardless of people's religious beliefs political beliefs whatever it's all irrelevant to me because i just believe that we need to provide someone with a safe environment i grew up safe Mm -hmm. i never questioned my safety around going to school i never questioned my safety around walking to my friend's house up the street i could knock on the door i could walk in there and i had a very safe upbringing it is so irresponsible if my daughter doesn't get that same benefit. Mm -hmm. And I'll do whatever I can to make sure that that is available to her Mm -hmm. and available to other people like her because it's just our responsibility as human beings, you know? Um, So with that being said, that's the crutch of all of my kind of decisions these days. And it's like, it's so simple to verbalize, right? It's like, just do the right thing. Really simple. A good person does the right thing. Regardless of anything else out there, regardless of what you believe in, who you believe in, it doesn't matter. Just be a good person and do the right thing. And I think that if we can just get back to simplicity mm-hmm. and not overcomplicate things all the time and yeah. literally live by those rules, the world's fine, oh. <laughs> you know, if we can just do Preach. that. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm so with you. I mean, we obviously just had our son yeah. and it's changed the game for us mentally. I mean, I think even prior to to having him physically, I was pregnant thinking about all these yeah. things and and you it's hard it's just hard i I don't know exactly how to like dive too deep into it, but like there's just so many things that I would love to to be differently and yeah. you know at the end of the day, like yes, we're just one person, but if we use our platform and for instance having conversations with other people that have you know a following or just someone who has like for instance, everyone in your class looks up to you in a lot of ways. we just freaking worship the ground you walk on we oh, think you're so you. fun <laughs> you're, you've got such a spirit, and to hear this this side of you that's passionate about you know the health and well-being 
well-being of your family, your your country, our country. It just helps. It just helps. It's just, you know, planting that seed for hopefully whoever's listening to just like take a second and yeah. really digest what's happening and what yeah. can we do to be better. Look exactly right, and how can we let, make the world better, right? And it's yeah. like, and, and again, and thank you so much. I really do appreciate those kind words. But like, that's my forum, and that's my medium in which I can promote a healthy lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how I've found that I can do it now. Like it, love it, hate it, whatever. That's just how I've sort of been able to to, to sort of portray that. I think that we should really take people seriously, and however, if it's through entertainment, if it's through business, whatever it may be, everyone's going to have a different way in which to orchestrate or communicate their message. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we can listen and learn and see and view and watch and participate, mm-hmm. then the better we're going to be and the more open we need to be as people to, to be able to actually get some of the good stuff out. Yeah, totally. absolutely. And I don't really think it's about having to have a platform either. I mean, mm. people out there seem to think, you know, I'm only one person. I don't even have a big voice. Like, what sort of change can I make? And I think that's absolutely the wrong mindset. Yeah. You go back to the, you know, just simplicity. Like, just be a good person, do the right thing. And then accountability. Like, if each individual person took accountability, mm-hmm. this would be such a better place. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. There's seven billion only one people, though, right? Yeah, like, it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. like no one breathes any different air that we breathe. No one's right. got more blood cells than we've got. No one's got more limbs than we've got. Do you know what I mean? Like relatively speaking, like Bill Gates doesn't have a magic pill that he wakes up in the morning and takes to mm-hmm. expand his brain capacity. Warren Buffett doesn't have any other information that's not out mm-hmm. there from anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Like these business leaders, um, likewise yourself as an entertainer, you don't have any means of anything that's so secret that no one else has got means yeah. to we are a society we are a planet of seven odd billion individuals so i think one person can make a difference because we're seven mil- billion one yeah. people and i think that our thoughts are what become limiting especially with what we can do and what we can believe and i think that the more we can open up those thoughts and the more that we can believe in ourselves and actually the impact that we can have, mm-hmm. then we can start making real change and significant yeah. progress. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, adulting listeners, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. I know. uh, We're big fans of Mint Mobile because we finally got on the right track. We're now saving tons of money. I think our bill is like, not even that there's a bill. It's just like, comes out to 15 bucks a month. Yeah. It's It's such a deal. It's cheap. Yeah. it's And honestly, I think for us, every plan... They, they have unlimited, like, nationwide coverage. So that works. Yeah, you know, in that's terms all of data, need. like, we don't have to pay for all this data that we're never going to use. Right? Yeah, I you can get, like, plans. yeah, 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes. Geo Even thinks, Geo loves it. Yeah, Geo thinks that it's the best deal ever. And you can use your own phone. With any Mint Mobile plan, you just keep your same phone number, and you get all the same existing contacts. So you don't have to deal with any of that. That's amazing. Yeah, so to get your wireless plan, Geo wants to tell you for just $15, a month, you can get the plan shipped to your door for free. All you have to do is just go to mintmobile.com slash mother father. Right, Gio? Mintmobile.com slash mother father. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mother father. 
calling all Gleeks. You asked for it, and Showman's is delivering. Join former Glee stars and best friends Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz as they take you behind the scenes with all the Glee tea and break down the episodes from season one of Glee with all of their former cast members, producers, and writers, and everyone that brought the show to life. So be sure to subscribe to Showman's on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast apps so you can get new episodes every week. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. I mean, we have seen, and I know a lot of people listening, if they've watched Revenge Body, they've seen you make an impact on an individual, like, tremendously, you know, and that's one person. But us watch, like, for instance, that show has captivated us because you see someone come in with one mindset and maybe this one physical body, but truthfully their lives are sort of transformed throughout yeah. the process and it's a relatively a short period of time yeah and how, like for instance how why 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 did that like seem attractive to you because you have so much going on you have your family you have your business like sure. what made you want to get involved with the the show aspect for the exact reasons that you just said yeah. i think that look chloe's done amazing at using her platform to be able to really deliver the message of a healthy lifestyle. For me, I really believe in a healthy lifestyle. I've had my own problems with social health and mental health. So my coupling of a healthy lifestyle is physical health, social health, and mental health. So if we can address all of those and then we can spread that message to the masses, which people like Chloe are brilliant at being able to do, right? Mm -hmm. We've all got our own ways in which we do things. But if we can use people with the means to be able to get it out there and deliver it to as many people as possible, then win, 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 win. So what attracted me to that show was, number one, it was a realistic lifestyle show. It wasn't like a lock yourself in a room and have all of these unrealistic resources at your disposal to be able to go and do it. All of these guys still have to keep their same jobs or their same educational sort of requirements, and they've got to fit us in as trainers and health experts into their day-to-day lifestyle. So the results they get are 100% real. They're, they're all, it's all very, very real and very achievable. And I think that what the show does and what I'm attracted to is it delivers a message that anyone can actually do this. You can c- take control of your life and you can change your life in order to achieve a healthy lifestyle regardless of your socioeconomic background, regardless of anything that's sort of stepped in there and any circumstances that have been thrust upon you, you can change it and you can be better for it after a very small time, 12 weeks, that show is, you know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So good. And it sounds like you're a big advocate for the the physical or the fitness part being uh, an aid to the, the social or the mental side as yeah. well, right? Mate, it's it's what I oh, yeah. I believe in with every inch of my body. It's If we don't address those three things equally, we don't have a healthy lifestyle. And I believe that the industry is such, the, the fitness industry is phenomenal. I'm such a fan of the industry. I think that what we can learn and the people that I'm really attracted to and magnetized to are people that really believe in physical health, social health, and mental health. Because... Without friends, Mm -hmm. the physical health doesn't really matter. Without the mental health, the social health and the physical health doesn't really matter. But if we couple them all together and equally put our efforts into all three, you can't just say, when I'm physically healthy, Mm. I'll be happy. It doesn't work like that, right? We've got to address all three of those things because then if I'm, everything's going to be okay. Or this is, you know, that's a cyclone in my head. Let's write it down on, on paper so that I can get that out of there so it doesn't turn into anxiety, depression, and the rest of it, right? So if we can learn these little tools, which is just muscle memory, it's just training, it's just all the rest of it, 
whilst we're feeling better about ourselves physically, starting to feel those internal health benefits of living a healthy lifestyle, eating well, maybe not going through all of those waste products that go through our body and training our digestive system. We start to couple all those things together. We get involved in a company like Training Mate, which really encompasses and focuses on social health, your high fives. Mm -hmm. There's a real method to the madness in Mm -hmm. there, right? Like it's not just... Blah, 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 everyone going crazy. It's definitely designed that way so that the social health is there as well. So if we can do all that, all of a sudden we're healthier as a society. Yep. And then all the add-on effects from there is insane, right? Like we don't have such a reliance on pharmaceutical companies anymore. Right. We don't have a huge insurance sort of mm-hmm. bill at the end of the, the month, year, whatever. And we don't have such an impact on society from a health perspective. And I think that that's one of the biggest impacts on society is preventable, mm-hmm. in my opinion, preventable health issues. Oh my goodness. Wow. We talked a little bit about that with Jay Shetty when he was in here about basically not, not skimping on, um, you know, sort of covering yourself up. Self-care. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like thinking about the food you put in your body, mm-hmm. Absolutely. the cost to maybe, you know, go to, to training, make classes or another gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's basically an insurance policy before you need an insurance policy. Sure. Absolutely. It's Probably one of the biggest reasons why I always stress a plant-based diet. And another thing I, I think is interesting about becoming a mom is a lot of people have given me a lot of leeway. They're like, Oh, don't worry about it. Like when I say, Oh, I need to get to the gym or I need to go to a class or I need to whatever. They're like, don't worry about it. Don't be hard on yourself. You know, you just had a baby. You're fine. Sit back, relax. Like you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It makes me a better human being. Oh, yeah. I, it's Absolutely. not about physical. It's yeah. more about like getting into to training me to to do the high fives and to laugh at your silly yeah. jokes. Like it's so much more than that, you know. And so I think the balance of it all and and supporting people on their journey and not always like I, I just I I don't I don't vibe with the people that say. Don't worry about it. Like it's like a bad thing to to want to be healthy and get to the gym and work out. You know what I mean? Like some people Absolutely, look at it yeah. like it's like this. Like you know, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? Like relax, sit down. Yeah. It's where like perception turns into reality. And I think that one mistake the industry, the fitness industry anyway, has made uh, previously. I think that's changing thanks to the likes of things like Soul Cycle and the rest yeah. of that. I, I really in training, mate. I, I believe it's changing. But I think one of the mistakes that was made previously was exercise was a punishment for something that you did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in now, I believe that our generation, the generation below us, everything like that is moving forward into, no, 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 this is a reward mm-hmm. for smarter choices. This is not just about the physical transformation that I'm going to go through. This is about my reward and my lifestyle, not 45 minutes of my 24-hour day, and then that's a punishment because I had a piece of pizza last night. Yes. Have the pizza. You know what I mean? It's, yes. it's fine. But I think that perception becomes reality where those people go, don't beat yourself up. You know, I don't want to beat myself up, but I want to reward myself. That's mm. why I'm going to training, mate. I want to reward myself. I It's a feel-good place. I want to go and feel good with my friends and work out and feel great and release all these amazing you know, serotonins in my brain mm-hmm. and, and have this great feeling after it. It's a huge reward. I don't care what you did yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just perception. So. It's so true. And it's so funny how some people just need that permission to see it in a different perception, right? Yep. So like for the people listening, I would just be so curious to find out uh, after this podcast is done and they're done listening, like how many of them look Look at working out or, or doing something active as a different, you know, in a different totally. positive light. Yeah. Because I know that right now, all I care about is making sure that I get to a workout tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% right, but it's like, look, I'll jump on the bandwagon and say, don't beat yourself up. Because don't beat yourself up. 
but not about the physical stuff. Just right, don't yeah. beat yourself up about like yeah. feeling a certain way or if you don't get to it, it's all right. It's still right, there tomorrow. Right, right. Go tomorrow. And, and, and if you if you do like use it as a reward for today, be selfish. Be like, I want to feel good. So that's why yeah. I'm going to go and work that, out. That's what, that's what we've been saying a lot to one another where it's yeah. like it's more like it's a reward since we, we have so much time surrounding our baby right now and yeah. we're really involved in, in 50-50 parenting right now. That that's like cool. It's like cool. Like you take your hour. Like you go and you take that class. I'll go to the next one and then yep. we'll swap and then we're both better people for it, you know? And if it doesn't happen, like, you know, we'll sit and watch some reality TV and eat some popcorn. <laughs> we're good. It's fine. It's just that balance of, like, and that's that social, you know, health or the Absolutely. mental health of, like, being okay with yep. it and sitting in that space. So, yep. gosh, that was really informative, and I feel a lot lighter after hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, <laughs> mentally, and emotionally. But uh, Look at that. Look, at we just done a training mate class on a podcast. <laughs> no, but it's just, like, I just, I truly believe that, like, don't let, your image of someone else distract you from your own goals. Mm. No one's perfect. I don't live the perfect life. I don't work out every single day and I'm so methodical and scientific. I don't eat the perfect diet. I don't just get all of the things that we we read about and do about. And I think that vulnerability is a success to so many other people, right? Because no one out there, I love my job and I believe I'm good at my job and I really have a very strong passion for learning more about fitness and learning more about health and implementing that into other people's lives and my own. But no one's got all the answers and no one lives a perfect life. And I think that we... It's like compare and despair, right? Don't compare your life to anyone else's because you don't have their their script. You don't have mm-hmm. their blueprint, right? So everyone's got their own things going on. No one's perfect. Don't beat yourself up about it. Live your own life, yeah? Oh yeah, that gosh, comparison piece it. I think is so important because to me it's the root of a lot of anxiety that exists. Absolutely. Right? Because you can I, – I, I totally understand it, right? Because I can, I can look at my journey right now. I'm doing 90 days yeah. going harder in the gym than I've done in yeah. a long time, right? Because I just needed something to refresh myself and I'm doing it on a plant-based diet. I can feel good about myself even two weeks into the process, right? Going to the gym and see somebody else that's just jacked or ripped or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and it's deflating. And why is that? Yeah, it's but like, it, it's literally only because that. I looked at that and said, uh-huh. I don't have that. But when I look at myself in the mirror, I say, I like what I have there. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that comparison piece, I mm-hmm. think if we could get away with that, it would be so powerful for so many people. It was just that living in values, right? Like, I, I, I don't know, getting a bit too woo-woo-woo here, but it's, <laughs> it's, it is like one of the things that I learned, once I became vulnerable and said, oh, like one of the things that I really suffered with in sport was anxiety. I had mm-hmm. crippling anxiety and look, the love thing's a nice story, but the anxiety definitely contributed to me retiring a lot earlier than what I should have. I just At the end of it, I just ended up being like, I was so nervous for games. I was so concerned about what I was going to look like on TV, mm. if I dropped a ball, or if I missed mm. a tackle or what my family was going to think of me and you get down to the to the nitty gritty of it and you start thinking that you're a disgrace to your family because you missed a tackle on oh, a field right. you're like crazy. what are you doing you know like now but but going back to that i think that i learned through coming over here and and going to some therapy and you know what i mean and like being open and talking that mm-hmm. mate everyone's got the same problems mm-hmm. like none of us are the first people to front this problem it's out there and solutions are out there as well so don't bottle it all up and don't bottle up like how you feel if some guy or girl looks what you think is better than you because I'm sure they've got their stuff in there that they're sitting back going oh my god that guy looks like he's really happy and he just had a kid and he's got a wife that loves him oh my I love that you know Mm -hmm. so I think there's so many the book's multiple pages and we get to see one whether it be on social media or wherever outside but if we can really stay in our values and know who you are like I want to be a mate and what a mate means to me is a supportive person there for my family a provider there for other people and a 
quote-unquote good person. Mm -hmm. That's my values. Now, if I can stay in that, I know I'm going to be happy. It's if I go outside of that, where I start to compare or I start to feel worse about myself, if that makes sense. So as long as I can know my values and know what drives me and knows what the foundation of my happiness is, that's a good building block or a good foundation for me to be happy. So I think that if everyone can sort of do that and just focus in on selfishly yourself and what your values are, whether you want to be whatever it may be, and there's no right or wrong on it, but learn that about yourself and then move forward from there. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Okay, babe, the year 2020 shows up a lot in science fiction. A lot of people predicted by now we'd have flying cars, we'd be teleporting to work or even living on Mars. And guess what? All of those predictions have been wrong. What a shame. <laughs> I wish that was the truth. Um, but, you know, the truth is we'll always get the future wrong, which is why we need to get life insurance right. That's where Policy Genius can help. Now, we're big fans of Policy Genius. We need a little assistance with uh, navigating the insurance process. But finding the right life insurance is absolutely a breeze with Policy Genius. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your very best price. You could save, like, $1,500 or more Yikes. a year. Yikes. Wow, that's No, I know. That's why it's such a good deal. So check out Policy Genius because once you apply, the team will handle all the paperwork and all the red tape so it's really hands-free for you. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or even disability insurance. So uh, if your science fiction dreams for 2020 still haven't become a science fact, don't get discouraged. Get life insurance. It takes just a few minutes to find your best price and apply at policygenius.com. Policy Genius will always get the future wrong. Better get the life insurance right. Right, Gio? <laughs> you sound like a little piggy. <laughs> and now back to adulting like a mother father. Yeah, oh, that's solid advice. It's funny you say that. I feel like it requires a hyper focus on like what you already know about yourself and, and what you want to be, right? Yep. Because that can happen so many times. Like you could look at somebody else, somebody else's life 10 times a day and go like, oh, I don't have that one thing or they, sure. look, they look really happy yeah. or this guy's driving that or whatever. But it requires a hyper focus to be able to say in that exact moment, stop yourself from doing that and go, look, doesn't matter what they have. If I stay in my lane and I do the things that I know make me happy then I'm good to go. And when you keep reminding yourself over yeah. and over and over, it just becomes normal. It's a muscle, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. everything else, like training. Tony Robbins has got this great thing. He goes, what, you think I don't have bad times or I don't have bad moments or bad thoughts? Of course I do. Mm -hmm. He gives himself 90 seconds and it used to be, mm. you know, it used to be two days or whatever and then it was a couple of hours and whatever else, but he's got himself down to, I'll let the negative thought go for 90 seconds and he's like, yeah. whoosh, off you go. Yeah. You're a wow. passing thought and then gets on with his life. You know what I mean? So I think that all that sort of thing, yeah, you go and go and listen to people that have done it yeah. time and time and time and time mm -hmm. and time again. Again, we're not the first people nah. to face uh -uh. challenges. Sure. We're not the first people to face uh, problems, but we love to think of it. Yeah. ourselves as that and yeah. you know fantastic but there are people with answers there are people that have got solutions to and when I, in doubt I'm like a firm believer of just move your body just get uh, physical absolutely. because yeah. something happens like recently I decided I'm going to take a walk every single day because yeah. it's one thing I can do with Geo and yep. I don't have to like leave the house so that for me just that little piece of 
walking, that peace and quiet, the time that I can like check in with myself yeah. and like move my body, maybe get a little sweat on is like the most cathartic thing. Yeah. And, and who would have thought, right? Like now I'm like the walking mom. Okay. Yeah. But, like I swear to you, everyone, <laughs> it is so awesome. And I, I'm going to do it every day because there's just, you have to find those things that like make you connect and like think outside of just, it, there's so many thoughts that can drown our heads. And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's working but, for me. Yeah. But. Yeah. I want to talk about one more thing. So this yeah. is obviously this is adulting like a mother father. Mm-hmm. I think one of the toughest things for people in adult life is time management. Sure. You got a lot going on. <laughs> right? How are you doing it all? How are you balancing work, family, wife, child, everything? My wife will give you a different answer than what I will. <laughs> she might say I'm not. But um look, just prioritize, right? Like yeah. I, look, I think when training mates started becoming successful, I think I was so into it. Mm-hmm. It was twenty four seven. I'm not yeah. saying it's not now, but my family's my priority. Um, getting time with my daughter is like we went to a color, like a painting place yesterday, mm-hmm. and like that's the stuff that I want to value. I don't think anyone's going to get to the end of their life and be like, "Hey, I wish I worked a little bit more," or "I wish yeah. I," yeah. you know. So, look, time management may not be my skills. I might not be the best person to do this, but get up earlier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I like prioritize things. Not that I'm the, the be on and all, but like I get up every morning at five. Um, if I can do my own workout, I'll do my own workout. If I've got clients early, I'll go and see clients. But between sort of 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. is kind of where I get a lot of my day work That's your done. your time, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's like, and, and I, look, I'll teach and stuff at that time, but it's kind of where the world's still asleep. Yep. So you mm-hmm. can get your stuff done. You can get on top of emails. Um, a good mate of mine, a guy that I'm on the show with, Gunnar Peterson, mm-hmm. he's huge on this. He makes me look like I sleep in. He gets up at 3.45 oh every God. morning. Yeah. Every morning he gets up at 3.45 and he's just methodical in his routine. He gets down to his gym, he works out, he then goes and sees clients, but he was like, mate, you're only going to be reactive after a certain time. Right. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. So how I try and get the bulk of my work done, whether it be I'll wake up and I'll make Riley's, uh, my daughter's name, mm-hmm. I'll make Riley's lunchbox so it's not too much on my wife, you know, or, but I can do that if I wake up early enough. I can make the lunchbox so it's sitting by the door by the time they wake up and my wife usually takes her to school. So then we can go to work and I can teach and we can, you know, hopefully pass on the message of good health. And then usually around that sort of 9.30 to lunchtime, it's, more reactive of what's coming in through that day because as we know there's a yeah. lot of stuff that comes in through that day and then in the afternoons I try and switch off as mo- much as I can to get back for Riley either I pick her up from school at like four some days if she's at after school but definitely we have dinner together and we try and have nights together because otherwise yeah, gets you're going to do it all for nothing do you, do you set any boundaries that are like non-negotiable like I will not work past this time or like I always take this day off anything like that boundaries are my weak point I really my wife's like you have to set boundaries as you know I let everyone in <laughs> I enjoy we've had people that were supposed to stay for a night on the couch live with us for six months but it's like oh, oh no it's um it's look, such a big heart it is it. it is what it is um Sundays I try and have Sundays where I because I leave the house early in the morning uh-huh. Sundays I try and have where I actually wake up with and look for your the marriage family. as well right yeah, like it's yeah. like drives my wife nuts even when we go away on vacation I try and get up go and work out and then jump back into bed before uh-huh. she's got up so that we can so she can wake up with me in yeah. the bed um, and I think that that's really really important but Sundays are my day where I try and keep as as proper as possible because there's so many traits one thing I'm, and I'm rambling on but being 
an expat or being away from my family and your friends are your family, right? So what we try and do is every Sunday have everyone over. It's kind of like an open house um, where they come in and we'll cook dinner. We'll do like a roast or something like that. It's kind of stolen from different communities, right? Because yeah. like in England, it's always about the, you know, and I, I love the Jewish concept of, you know, on Friday nights, like Shabbat. Yeah. You know, I, I love it. I'm not, I'm actually not religious, but I love these behaviors. And sure. I think that it brings family together. So we try and do like a sort of, you know, combined family effort on Sunday and Sunday nights, and same thing. We're very, very fortunate. We've got a pool at the house, so through the weekends, it's like an open gate. Like, come oh, in if there's yeah, twenty people amazing. there, there's twenty. If there's two, there's two, and we'll grill and we'll have wow. fun and just just knock around. So, the Sundays are my kind of day. That so, I like. I feel uh, like I've Sunday? taken. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll, even come we'll out, come around. Yeah, it'll be fun. Bring I've, the dogs. I feel like I've taken so many amazing nuggets away, and I'm so glad that we recorded this because I want. This is an episode where I feel like I'm going to want to re-listen to yeah. it a few times just to be like, okay, because I, I am the type of person where it's like I'm very inspired by other people, sure. and I don't like to say that I'm. I like to compare myself to other people because I, I really do feel inspired. I don't want. There's no knock on anyone. Everyone's yeah. thriving, and I want them to thrive. Yeah. But if I could take little nuggets of like what they're doing and instill that in my life that's like i feel like that's like little nuggets of gold that like i'm learning from them and you know hopefully growing from that as well so this is a good podcast that i feel like yeah yeah dude we absolutely love thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you very much to come over thanks for having me guys what can't wait (laughs) (laughs) more adulting like a mother father when we come back do you own or rent your home Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Wow. I just, I feel so lucky that Luke was able to come on the show. He's a busy man. He's got three different facilities and I just feel like what's crazy about having him on our show versus having him as an instructor in the class is that you guys, this guy walks around in a pink speedo. All right. I'm not exaggerating here. And to have him get so deep and so real with us feels like a real treat. And that's just like a perfect example of someone who's adulting on a high level. Yeah. You know, he's got so many different sides to himself and he's, I don't know, just an honest dude that I feel like I could just take a lot away from. So yeah, I, I hope everyone that we were able to go there with him because yeah, it's typically same. not the conversation that we have. No, I know. Usually no, he's like no. yelling at our face and dancing like a ballerina. Yeah, it's and like, don't take it wrong. I mean, this is the most genuine and warm and loving yeah. dude on the planet. But I just don't think we've ever been in a in an well, environment. We're in a class, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's so different. But anyways, we got him one on one, and I think for everyone listening, if you want to just take a second to like do a little self reflection, figure out if you have all those different boxes checked. I really loved how he broke it down into the categories of life that like you know you have in order to feel balanced. And I, for one, need that. Rec- I need to be reminded of that. <laughs> Um, like all the time. Yeah. At yeah. this point in life, for sure. I swear that the, the, the people we've had on our show and some of the people that are coming up next have really helped me, um, I guess just like elevate myself in yeah, a lot well, of ways. I feel like, you know, they've already done the work and they're asking the right questions to get you thinking about like, you know, what may be missing in your life mm-hmm. that makes you feel balanced. Yep. 
And that's half the battle. I mean, I can excel in so many different like lanes of my life when mm-hmm. I feel balanced, mm-hmm. you know, and I think one of the biggest pieces right now for us that we're lacking is obviously like the sleep, the rest. But, um, I think one day when, <laughs> when Gio's rash subsides a little and we're able to, you know, whatever yeah. balance I, our life. I would argue that we're, we're probably missing more and, but the reality is it's just tough right now because he yeah. takes up pretty much all of our time. Shout out to parents out there yeah. just doing your dang thing and doing more than just one thing because seriously parenting in itself is a feat. Um, and you know what? I'm going to say that and I'm going to say that wholeheartedly because I think a lot of people don't. And that's probably one of the challenges right now is like not having enough examples out there to show you that like, it's not as easy as it may seem, you know, I get it. A lot of people have a lot of kids. It's a normal thing. It's normal occurrence that's happened for hundreds of thousands of years. I'm always stunned. Like when we run across people with more than one kid now, or we (laughs) see people with more than one kid, I am stunned (laughs) as to how they do it. But in all fairness, there's like an amnesia that hits because someone was just asking us about the birth. And I said, that seems like it was light years away from where we are right now. And I don't even want to talk about it (laughs) because it doesn't even feel like it was a part of my life and my poor pregnancy that I loved so much doesn't even feel like it happened so there is something that happens in your brain chemistry and maybe it's a part of just being tired and you don't have the capacity to think further than today um that like helps you numb out and that's why people have more than one i guess so (laughs) because right now i don't want any part of that no okay this is another thing that someone told me don't don't take that the wrong way i already did i love geo i love geo but like maybe that's enough for me Oh, wow. I haven't figured that out yet. I know. We both haven't. But this is what someone told me that really resonated. Someone said, it's easy to love your kid. It's easy. That's not the hard part. What's the hard part? The hard part is like having your life outside of him, you know, like Mm -hmm. in balancing everything outside of him. So when people say like, it's hard to have a kid or it's hard balancing your life or whatever, it's not that you don't love your child. Like that part's easy. The connection we have with him is like something I've never felt in my entire life. It's just balancing, you know, I guess the rest of everything. That is still there, lingering, so and falling behind. Luke. Oh, right? I know. Because I mean, the guy's super but ambitious. But he wakes up at five in the morning. Yeah, and it gives now him the time he needs to do. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like he's super ambitious. He has three locations right now. I'm sure he's planning on expanding. Mm-hmm. He has a wife and a daughter, and he's mm-hmm. got to give them both as much of himself as he can. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we don't know everyone together very well, but from afar, it looks like he's doing a great job at that because they seem happy. Yeah, no, and people do this all over the world. I mean, it's not just Luke. Like, he's just one example that we were able to, like, see in our face. <laughs> but people wake up early, they do their life, they grind, they, they provide for their families, and they're still, you know, an amazing parent. Right. So, so long story short, you're saying like, if you're doing that, yeah. give yourself a pat on the back. Oh, beyond freaking amazing. And if you're not give yourself a pat on the back, because if your kid is thriving and you're somehow getting through the day, you still need to pat yourself on the back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll wrap this up and you go take care of G. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. That's you. Your cue. I'm That's talking to you. Job. Yes. There's only one person in the room. Sorry. Dad brain. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I am going to take us out of this episode. Thank you again for supporting us. It means everything. And I'm not just saying that because this is sort of our, um, this is our avenue right now that we're putting a ton of effort into. 
Um, it's important to us. I think on so many levels, we really want to be able to relate to everyone and create this community. And hopefully you guys find some sort of support, um, just listening. You know, I know a lot of people take some of their precious time out of their day to hear our voices and hear from our guests. So we want to make sure that we're adding value, um, in those opportunities because we don't have a lot of time. So <laughs> hopefully, um, if there's anything we could do differently, obviously always leave us a review on our, um, page on Apple podcast. And then also we're on Spotify everyone. Yay. So if you're listening on Spotify, be sure you're following us as well. And we love you. That's all I have to say. Give us five stars and you'll hear from us next week. Bye, guys. Happy adulting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.